thank you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for all the uh, men and women who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom here in the United States. And, and, and we're just grateful for, for them. We're thankful. And we don't forget their sacrifice. And we also thank you for this opportunity to support your church with tithes and offerings. And as we do, so we do to be a blessing to you, further your kingdom, and, uh, and we just thank you that you supply all of our needs. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You can receive the tithes and the offerings. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go to Psalms 103. And uh, notice in verse 2, Psalms 103 verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now, you might underline that, forget not. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. See, that has to do with sin and sickness. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. But notice here in verse 2, it says, forget not all his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. I want to talk to you today about forgetting not. Forgetting not. And since this is Memorial Day weekend, you know, we uh, remember those who have fallen on the, on the battlefield for our freedom. And, uh, but you know, forgetting is a, it's something we've got to be watchful of. Forgetfulness is, is really an enemy, isn't it? A lot of people forget. We must not forget those who have fallen. We must not forget the Lord's benefits. I want to talk about the importance of remembering and the dangers of forgetting today. And I'm going to note two things that will cause us to forget and three things which will cause us to remember. You know, you can only take advantage of knowledge you remember. Is that right? You can only take advantage of God's benefits if you remember what they are. You can't possibly take advantage of something you've forgotten. A major problem I observed in my years as a school teacher, on all levels, a junior high and high school and junior college was I taught you know I would give tests and uh, again and again I would hear students say and they'd be so frustrated say well I I, you know yesterday when I when I studied I knew that but when the test got in front of me guess what I I forgot well it, it doesn't do you any good to you know what you know yesterday it's what you remember today is that right And so many times they would say, students would say, I, I knew the answers to this yesterday when, when we did the review. I forgot today, but guess what? They failed the test, didn't they? They failed the test. Forgetfulness will cost you greatly. Forgetfulness will cost you greatly. 
what is the uh, old saying? Those who forget history are destined to repeat it. Um, You see that in our nation right now. Over the last many years. I think so much of our history and the way the nation was founded has been forgotten by so many. And it's dangerous. It's costly. Let's look at two things that will cause us to forget. Notice James, the first chapter. The first thing that will cause us to forget is not keeping information in front of us. Not keeping information in front of us. Look at James 1, verse 22. It says, Be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. See, if you're just a hearer of the word, but you're not a doer of it, you're already deceived. You've deceived yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he, he observes himself, goes away, and then what? Immediately forgets what kind of man he was. See, as soon as he stepped away from the mirror, the Bible is likened unto a mirror. See, as long as we keep the word in front of us, but we have to be watchful when we put it down, immediately it's very possible to what? To forget. And information will do you no good if it has been forgotten. Verse 25 says, He who looks into the perfect law of liberty, that's the Bible, and what? And continues in it. That means keeping it before you. And is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. See, that's one reason, you know, Jesus said that when we hear the word, the devil comes immediately to steal the word. Why? Because the devil doesn't want us to remember the word of God. Because we can't do something we've forgotten. And this is something that, that, that I've watched over 30, 35 years now of dealing, you know, like, and 25 years here at this church of pastoring and teaching the word to people. And uh, I've, just, I've just observed this, that, that as, as a teacher, and, and, it's, and, and it's the same thing when I taught math. It's the same thing. No difference between teaching math or teaching the Bible. I've noticed the same thing. But, but it seems like you teach folk things. You, you teach the Bible. And, and a lot of times, people have forgotten what has been said I used to say before that they got to their car, but now, over all these years, it's before they hit the back door. And I don't say that to put anybody down. I say that to try to help you because, see, if all you do is come and you, you listen to a message and you, you don't ever, you know, do anything to try to remember that, then really it's, it's done you no good. Is, is that correct? You've you got to not just hear it, but you have to remember it so that you can do it, you see. And uh, I've watched that cost so many people. It, it breaks my heart. I've watched it over so, so many years. 
that people listen to a message um, and and forget it before they even get to the back door and uh it's not, it's not information that you're hearing right now. See, see, what are we talking about right now? The importance of remembering and not forgetting. See? But, but um, let me ask you this. This is always, I don't know if this is a fair question. Sometimes I struggle answering it myself. What did I teach the last time I was here before I went on vacation? Excellent. What did I teach the week before that? We'll just go back that far because we don't want to. Uh, there you go. Now, that's exactly right. So last, the last one I preached was, 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 was about moms. And then the one before that was the Pharisees. Now, I have to ask you a question. Did you have that in your, did you have that in your notes? Is that how you remembered? Excellent. Excellent. Now, what, do you know what I taught the week before that? Communion. Excellent. How about the week before that? It is finished. Now, excellent. Now, is it that, you see, now, he's able to remember that because he wrote it down. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. That is priceless. Excellent. And, and all of you, excellent. Adam, did you have it written down or did you remember it? He, he remembered it. Gary, he had it on his phone, okay. That's good, see, we'll talk about that. Memory triggers, see, notes. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, what did Paulette preach on last week? Paulette, do you know what you preached on last week? <laughs> Sometimes people ask me and I can't. Heart check, okay, very good, very good. See the importance of writing it down. And I'm not saying you have to write it down, but I'm just, that's helpful, isn't it? Because I can't even remember a lot of times what I preached the week before, the week before that. But it's, anyway, so, so keeping things before us, writing it down is very helpful. Look at Joshua chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. The Lord says to Joshua, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law will not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that's written in it. Then you'll make your way prosperous. Then you'll have good success. Now, how do you get prosperous and have good success? You have to meditate in the Word of God day and night. And you need to do it. Is that correct? So it's not just hearing it or reading it. That's where it starts, but you have to do it. But you have to remember it. And, and notice in verse 7, he said, all the law. I don't know about you, but I can't remember all the law. Can you? But aren't you glad it has been written yes. down so, so it's in a book. So that's good news for us because I can't remember it all. But it's in a book. So we keep that book before us continually. Is that right? You know, we talked about flying a, a while ago. 
those pilots, you know, when, when they sit down, because I watch from the window, <clears throat> before they even get on the plane, they always, I watch one of them, will walk around the, the plane and look at the plane and then, you know, they kick the tires, you know, and, then they, and then, then, then they get in and I know this from studying it a little bit, when the pilots sit down, they have a checklist and they go over that checklist and, and you know that's got to be mundane and boring because they could probably do that checklist in their sleep but guess what they do they do it they, they aren't how many of you are glad they do and they keep that before them continuously it saves lives doesn't it see it saves lives and uh, I, I've watched this over the years with the word of God I've made this mistake myself where you've st- I've, I've, I've read the word, I've studied it, but then I get away from a certain passage and, and time goes by and, I, and I, I, you know, I'm reading other parts of the Bible, but I don't, re- you know, you don't read a certain verse, you stay away from it for a while because you're reading other things. And then you can get to a point where you, you think you remember the verse, but, but, but you've gotten off a little bit from what it really said. Does anybody, has that ever happened to anybody besides me? You follow what I just said there? Uh, Let me think of an example. Uh, Money is the root of all evil. See, well, you've been taught well. But a lot of people, if you say money is the root of all evil, see? Oh, yeah. But the Bible didn't say that. What does the Bible say? The love of money is the root of all evil. Right? Right? So you see how easy, if you don't keep the word before you, how easy it is to get off. And if you want to be prosperous and have good success, you have to get in there, in the Bible, stay in it, keep it before you, read it, study it, and then do it, you see. So uh, two things that will cause us to forget. The first one was not keeping information or the word before us. And then here's the... Second thing that will cause us to forget, look at Deuteronomy chapter 8. This is an interesting one. The abundant blessing of God. You've got to be very cautious about the abundant blessing of God. What do you mean, pastor? You've got to be cautious about the abundant blessing of God. You have to be cautious about the abundant blessing of God. How many of you are thankful for the abundant blessing of God? I, I sure am. That's a good thing, but there is a danger in it. And let me read to you here. Deuteronomy 8, verse 11. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God. See, don't forget the Lord your God. He said, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments and his statutes, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold are multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, when your heart is lifted up and you do what? Forget the Lord your God. Don't ever forget this. It's real easy to remember God when things are going bad, but it's much harder to remember Him when things are going good. I've watched this for so many years. Things going bad, and all of a sudden, everybody's looking for God. 
But when things are going good, it's real easy to put God on the back shelf. Huh? I remember, uh, this is just a thing I remember, is 9-11. You remember 9-11? And, and, and I, the, the, that happened on a, a Tuesday. The next two Wednesday nights after that, this place was jam-packed with people. On a midweek, think about that. It didn't stay that way very long. See, and God's a good God. I mean, you call on him, he'll answer and so forth. I mean, he, he loves people. But, but do you understand what I'm saying here? It's, it's, it's when, when, when things are going rough and bad and tough and sickness and disease and you're dealing with all these kinds of things or lack or whatever it is, oh God, where are you at? I need you. Help, help. But, but that's not the real test. The real test is when everything's, when all the cupboards are, are, see, when all the cupboards are bare, oh, cry out to God, you know. But, but that's not the test when things are going bad. The real test is, is when the cupboards are full, money in the bank, totally healthy, and there's really no reason that you would need God at that point. That's when you cry out to him and stay close to him. But you know, a lot of people don't do that, do they? And here he's warning. He says, beware. And what is he saying? He said, beware that when everything's multiplying and, and everything is full and everything's wonderful, that you don't forget the Lord your God. And let's just read on here. Verse 15, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirst, a thirsty land where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock, See, I, something else, I just, I'm just going to say this. I don't understand it with, with folk. I just don't understand it. But think of those Israelites when they came out of Egyptian bondage and how God brought them out with a mighty hand and those, those plagues and all of that and crossed the Red Sea and they weren't out in the desert very long. And, and Moses is up getting the Ten Commandments and all of a sudden they're down worshiping the golden calf given the golden calf credit. Now, I don't understand that, do you? I, 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 I don't understand it. And God's feeding them with manna and quail and, and, and water from a rock and, and they're still grumbling, complaining. I don't understand that. But people do it. Even in this hour in which we live. God moves so mightily for folk and yet, you know, let a, let a week or two go by and people don't even remember it. It's un- unbelievable. I don't want to be that way, do you? Verse 16, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he may humble you, that he may test you, that you do, that to you, to do you good in the end. See, God wants to do us good in the end. That's what he wants. He wants good for us. Then, then you say in your heart, and here's something else, my power and my might have gained me this wealth. Oh boy, that's, you know, pride, that's pride, isn't it? Pride can blind us and cause us to forget God. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it's he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to you and your fathers as it is this day. Then it shall be if you 
by any means forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that you shall surely what? Perish. Perish. So There's a warning, isn't it? So, so it, it, what are the two things that causes us to forget uh, not keeping information before us and the mighty blessing of God? Now, there's probably other things, but the, those are two things. Now, let's, let's, let's conclude here by looking at three things which, uh, three means by which we can remember, okay? Um, of course, keeping the word before you, that, you know, we've already talked about that, but look at, look at John 14, 26. John 14, 26 says, the helper... The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your what? To your remembrance all things I said to you. So the Holy Spirit, is a, he's the great helper and he'll help us remember things. But here's something I've learned about that is, is you've got to put, put the information into your spirit for him to be able to cause you to remember or help you to remember. Did you get what I just said? And he won't, he'll teach you, but you've got to do your studying, you know. And, 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 and this does not only work in, in the field of the Bible, but I tell you what, this works if, because I've had people over the years were taking classes in college and whatnot, and they'd study, and they'd ask the Holy Spirit to help them remember, and he would. So it's not just remembering the Word of God, but he'll help you in other areas too. Did you know that? But but primarily, you study the Word of God. I don't know about you, but I can't remember it. Even if I keep it all right in front of me all the time, it's still hard, but thank God to remember, but thank God we have the Holy Spirit and He'll help us if we'll call on Him, you see. So He'll help us. And, and here's, a, here's a, a second thing, and it came up a while ago. Anybody remember what Joe has over there on his lap? He has a good set of Notes. Come get your notes. Can I have your notes? There's nothing in there I shouldn't read, is there? Oh, no, okay. Boy, I wish Pastor Terry would hurry up and finish this message. (laughs) No, I'm teasing. See? He has notes. And he's got the scriptures written down here. Wow. See, this is what... It's called a memory trigger. Realize, say memory trigger. It's a memory trigger. It's excellent, excellent, excellent. And, uh, and I tell you what, this is vitally important. Vitally important. Memory trigger. And look at, uh, well, let's just, Joshua 4. Oh, oh you, no, 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 no. Joe, they want me to give you your notes back so you can so you can so you can take notes okay now if you're sitting there and you're not taking notes i don't mean to put anybody down it's you know but do you understand what i'm trying to say is is it, it these are good things that help you they're just trying to help you memory triggers so don't feel like i'm you know i'm not saying you have to take notes i just but but it, it, it can help you, you know. But look at this, Joshua 4, verses 1 through 7. It came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan 
And the Lord spoke to Joshua saying, take for yourselves, so they'd cross the Jordan. Now this was not the crossing of the Red Sea with Moses. This was the crossing of the Jordan with Joshua. And verse, after they crossed it, notice verse 2, take for yourselves 12 men from the people, one from every tribe, and command them saying, take for yourself 12 stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the 12 men whom he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, cross over before the ark of the Lord, your God, into the midst of the Jordan. Each one of you take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel that this may be a sign, notice a sign among you when your children, see now the next generation, when your children ask in time to come saying, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them, that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a what? A memorial to the children of Israel forever. It was a memory trigger so that they wouldn't forget. And it was not only going to be helpful to this generation, but the next one. And you see, that's what we have going on in our country now is, is the, the former generation... And the one before that hasn't, in my opinion, taught the kids what they need to, and you see it, what they need to know, and you see it in public school a lot of times. And, and, and the history isn't necessarily taught correctly. And it's revised and so forth and so on. And, and we've got a generation now where it's pretty much a mess, isn't it? A lot, I mean, a lot of good, but there's, it's a mess, isn't it? Because we haven't remembered properly. This is a Christian nation, you know. That's how it was founded, see? But you, if you don't keep that before people and before, and, and, and before students, then you'll have a generation rise up and say, well, it's, it's not a, necessarily a Christian nation. You see how important memory, being, remembering is? Do you see that? Yes. Memory triggers, notes. Uh, anybody ever put stickets on the icebox? Yes. That's good. Or notes on a refrigerator, you know? Uh, my wife is excellent about writing notes and writing lists. And my wife has lists for lists. And when we went on vacation, I went into the restroom and on the counter she had written the list. And, and it, was like a, it was like a page, like Joe's book there, it was like a page on each side, two column, double column of everything to remember. And the only thing that was not in alphabetical order, that was, I can't, but, but I'm thinking, my goodness. But, but you know what? You know, so I kind of ribbed her about that, but but you know, when we got down to to, to on our vacation down, down in Arizona or wherever it was, Nevada or whatever, I'm sure glad she had that list because she didn't forget anything. All the supplies were there, so she's always been really good about keeping lists and and not forgetting. Do y'all have a shopping list? Does anybody have a shopping list when you go shopping? Now, why do you have that list so you don't forget stuff? Yeah, and you write it on hand. You write, you write it on your hand. You write it on your hand. Okay, well. And uh, how many remembers Uncle Billy? Oh, yes. Wonderful life. Uncle Billy, he put something on his fingers. What was it? Strings, remember? It didn't do him good on the 
on the one thing, though, because he misplaced 8,000 bucks that Mr. Potter got. But other than that, he put strings. You do whatever you got to do. I know, I know that, that uh, 25 years ago, if I can get this off, but 25 years ago, I'm sorry, how long is it? No, the church is 25. How old are... Church is 25. We've been married, what, going on 30? See, my wife, the, the night we got married, she said, look at your ring. And I looked at it, and I said, well, she said, look on the inside of it. And she had it inscribed on there. She had put, I love you, Terry. 6-24-89. What is that? A memory trigger, isn't it? Is that wonderful? See, so I never forget. Uh, let's think about something else in the Bible. What is it that we did in here about three weeks ago with the crackers and the, what's that called? That's communion. And Jesus said that we do that as a what? A way to remember his, his, his death on the cross. Is that right? Yes or no? You enjoying this today? It's, yes. All right, let's, last one, go to Jonah. There's one other way that God will help us to remember. Now, we don't want this one here. We want the Holy Spirit, amen? But we don't want God to have to resort to this here. But I want you to know, I gotta make you aware that it is there, and then we'll close, all right? Jonah, chapter one, verse 17 just let you know that the Lord prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. Because remember, Jonah had been disobedient. And God told him to go to Nineveh and preach. He didn't want to do it, so he went the other way. And he winds up, you know, in the belly of a fish. And, and God had prepared the fish. Something that God had sent out. And so Jonah's in the belly of the fish. You don't want to wind up in the belly of the fish. It's better to keep the word in front of you. It's better to rely on the Holy Spirit. It's better to remember and do. But Jonah heard. He knew what he was supposed to do. He went the other way. He's in the belly of the fish. And in Jonah 2 verse 1, Jonah prays to the Lord, his God, from the fish's belly. He said, I cried to the Lord because of my, my what? Affliction. See, God sent the storm out, didn't he? He says Jonah was on that, on that boat and God sent the storm. He prepared a fish. He sent a storm. And, 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 and this guy's in the belly of the fish now and he's afflicted. Wouldn't you find that to be an affliction? And he answered me and he said, out of the belly of Sheol I cried I, and you heard my voice. You cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas. The flood surrounded me. Your billows and your waves passed over me, and so forth. Then I said, I've been cast out of your sight, yet I'll look again toward your holy temple. The water surrounded me. Verse 5, even to my soul, the deep closed around me. Weeds wrapped around my head. I went down to the, moor, to the moorings of the, of the mountains, I mean, all the way down to the bottom of the sea. The earth with its bars closed behind me forever, yet you have brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. And then he says, when my soul fainted within me, so he's close to dying here. What happens? I remembered the Lord. 
Now, wouldn't it have been better if he had just obeyed God and went right to Nineveh and just did what he was supposed to do? But I tell you what, there's something about a, there's something about a tough time that'll get you to remember it real quick. Huh? And my prayer went up to you in your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake your own mercy. I'll sacrifice to you the voice of thanksgiving. I'll pay what I vowed. See, have you ever been on that, on that, like that one day, that ride, Diane and I, we were in Tulsa going to Bible school and went to amusement park and we got on this ride and it was one of those, those things that spin you around and, and we got on there and we get up there and we get to going and it's spinning and spinning and the guy comes, you could, and I said, Diane, when's this thing going to be over? And he comes on and, and, and he says, this thing's stuck and it's going to be a bit longer. You could hear that over the big microphone. And, and, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. And so I told the Lord, Lord, get me off of here. You know, get me off. I'll do whatever. I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll, you know. But how many of you know, as soon as you get off the ride, about three minutes later, it's real easy to forget that vow you made to the Lord, huh? Jonah must have made a vow and forgot about it. So the Lord prepared a storm and a fish. And all of a sudden, he remembers, doesn't he? He says, salvation is of the Lord. And look how good God is, verse 10. So the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah under dry, under dry land. So we have the Holy Spirit will help us to remember. We have memory triggers, notes and things that will help us to remember. And we have the fish. We have, an, we have, we have a tough time. Let's don't, let's don't get to a point where the Lord has to use a fish to cause us to remember. Can you say amen? amen? And don't ever forget that God is a good God. Yes. And even if you do forget, he'll help you. He didn't send that fish to hurt Jonah. He sent the fish to help him. And to help those people in Nineveh. Do you ever think about this in Nineveh? This is so interesting. Why would Nineveh repent? Because they were an evil place. I mean, they was as bad as Nazi Germany. Bad place. And this guy comes walking in and says, yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Why would they repent at just that statement? But what you need to realize, and it shows how good God is, is that Nineveh worshipped a fish god who was half man and half fish. So just think about this. God is so good, he sends a man in there that came out of a fish that they would listen to and they repented. Isn't God good? Interesting, isn't it? Well, stand with me if you would. I hope you got something out of this. Heavenly Father, I pray for these people. I pray that you would help, help them and me, all of us, to be hearers of your word, rememberers of your word, and doers of your word. Holy Spirit, help all of us to remember the word of God and help us and empower us to do it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless y'all. We'll see you next time. Well, hopefully Wednesday night. We're going to have our Bible study continue. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye.